Joe, last night it was reported that Kane Womack uh, is leaving South Alabama as the head coach and is going to be the defensive coordinator for Alabama. Uh, Alabama spinning it pretty quickly after the T-Rob news that apparently T-Rob was staying uh, with the Georgia Bulldogs. They're now reporting that, you know, that Womack might have been the heir apparent first move that they wanted to make at D.C. Does make some sense. I do think that we'll talk about this throughout, but what do you think of the hire that Alabama has made here as def- at their defensive coordinator spot? Yeah, um, unexpected, uh, and the whole, this whole process has been really unexpected. I- I'm going to say this. I- I'm not going to go as far. I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm not going to go as far as to say, hey, this thing is – is not going to work out because he's been a defensive coordinator before and he was a part of a staff at Indiana when they were their best, which Indiana historically is a terrible football program. And he's also been a pretty good head coach at South Alabama. It just doesn't feel like an Alabama type of a hire for the defensive quarter coordinator position. We, we talked about all these potential candidates that would have made sense to replace Kevin Steele before Nick Saban retired uh, DJ Durkin was somebody who was at the top of the list that I'm sure would have been more than interested to join this staff. There's the Jim Leonard name that always gets brought up. There are options out there on the table, but I guess that this is the direction that we're going in. We're going in the direction of Kalen DeBoer building a staff with guys that he has relationships with. I understand the approach of wanting to go with somebody that you are familiar with and it's currently coaching in the state. But I'm just not the biggest fan because I said this before. You need to bring in assistance. If if Ryan Grubbs, your offensive coordinator, who hasn't been in the South, you need to bring in assistants that have experience recruiting head-to-head with other SEC coaches that's going to do a good job. And I don't know if, if Womack can do that. Well, I will say that Womack obviously has deep ties to coaches inside the state of Alabama. I, I will make this argument all the live long day, Joe, that you can't coach or be a head coach at a pet place like South Alabama and not know almost all the head coaches uh, in the state of Alabama. You see that, obviously, in other states in the southeast. I do think it's a good hire in the sense of that he has someone he trusts. Now, in 2019, DeBoer and Womack were on the same staff together. DeBoer was the OC at Indiana, and obviously Womack was the DC in 2019 before DeBoer would move on um, from Indiana. I agree. Well, here's what I think. I don't think it's the big name sexy hire that people want, but yeah. I still think that Womack's a really good coach. And I think it showed. Now, last night I tweeted this to you. I think they might have known. Okay, can we? <laughs> I, okay, fine. Go ahead. Conspiracy theory time for a couple minutes. Well, I Go think ahead. a couple of things are happening here. Okay. okay. Yes, you knew okay, or had a relationship, meaning Womack, had a relationship with DeBoer. He goes, drives, you know, two and a half, three hours, whatever it is, from Mobile to New Orleans. It's not that long of a trip. It's a really easy drive for them to make. He goes to the playoff game with Washington and Texas. Well, was their relationship that good? They only knew each other for a year. So the question I start asking myself, how much of a relationship did you have with him, okay, that that could happen? Now, maybe – Womack was trying to position himself to maybe be the next D.C. at at Washington. Maybe that's true. Maybe he wanted out at South Alabama. Too many things line up for me that they knew that this could be a possibility. You know why? Guess who DeBoer's agent is? 
Jimmy Sexton. You mean to tell me that Jimmy Sexton, who, by the way, was at the meeting when Nick Saban retired, how did Jimmy Sexton – why was Jimmy Sexton there if he didn't know that Saban was retiring? All I'm saying is there are things that line up that you you can see that it w- could be a possibility. But let me tell you why I like this hire, at least from the onset. Now, I don't know if Womack will work. I like the fact that Alabama is not forcing coaches on him, meaning okay. they are allowing him to – Pick his staff. Look, if you're going to ha- succeed or if you're going to fail, we're not going to be like our counterparts in the same state, Auburn. Auburn is currently firing coaches left and right because I feel like they push those guys on Hugh. I am glad – if I'm an Alabama fan, I would be glad that you are allowing your new head coach to make this staff because there's one thing, Joe, recruiting's recruiting, right, in the sense of you can build relationships. But you do have a guy that's been in Alabama, by the way, who was in Alabama in 2016. So he's recruited the state and been in the state for a long time. I do like, if I'm an Alabama fan, that they're allowing him to make this hire on his own. I like that point that you're bringing up here, that there is clear autonomy of him being already not meddled with, which we've seen a lot of coaches take over important jobs, and there already is very quick meddling. And the first one that comes to mind, you brought up Auburn. The other one, I think about what Billy Napier has undergone as the head coach at Florida. And it seems like there's constant meddling from the boosters, from the administration that have made things a little bit hard for him to get settled. The best way for a new head coach to get settled is to put together a staff that he feels comfortable with. What I'm leading in and what I led in with was not so much that I think that this won't be successful he just doesn't necessarily have a ton of long-term experience as a defensive coordinator at a very high level for me to get super excited about this. But as you're saying where he's coming from, he's a Southern guy. He played football at Arkansas and Southern Miss for a period of time. His father, Dave Womack, was the defensive coordinator for Ole Miss. So it's not like he right. does not have established connections and roots within the South. That to me is him being able to find somebody on his connection tree of guys that he's worked with and has liked working with that at least fits the regionality of the position. And he's not just trying to grab another guy that he met from when he was in South Dakota or another guy that uh, he met uh, at other stops along the way. The fact that the guy he's grabbing from Indiana is one that was coaching in South Alabama. So uh, I think that this is a, it, it has potential, but it is a little bit risky in a way is where I'm coming from. Bet online remains your top spot for all of your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL are all in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for fifty percent off your first deposit that is a 50% welcome bonus bet online where the game starts I'm not going to say it's not risky but you do I do think that you have uh, it, let me say it like this I do think this is how I feel about this current situation with the board coming in I think if he has the offensive success that I think that he will have in recruiting ain't gonna matter Kids are going to want to go there regardless because when you put up points, 
when you put up yards and you get the 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 limelight that you will get it in Alabama if you're dominant, kids are going to want to go there. Okay, like kids in that state grow up wanting to be there. It's a national brand. Now, obviously, it takes a hit without Nick Saban, but I do think more than anything, I don't I don't really understand Joe a lot of the the criticisms that coaches get. Oh, he's hiring a friend. Well, no shit, he's hiring a friend. Like, what what are, what are we talking about here? Would you not hire somebody that you ultimately trust? I mean, clearly. Well, but I, I got a lot of idiots that I know that I probably would, I would want to hire. But then, in hindsight, I don't know if it would necessarily work. If that makes it's sense. It's not like he's not a. It's not like he's not been a head coach. I mean, Joe yeah, I know, here, I know. South Alabama won ten games. Now they didn't have a great year this year. They went seven and six. It was what it was, but it's not as if that, like, if you had a choice, the guy's in the state. Like, what are we, what are we talking about here? Okay, like, for example, for Bama fans, how many times has Kevin Steele been on your staff? How many times have you brought back Charlie Strong as an analyst? I, I, I mean, <laughs> Charlie Strong plays the hokey pokey with being an analyst at Alabama. What, what are we talking about here? Good right? point. Like, I mean, there are things – you, you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that God, just stay with me here, that God forbid if Sark wouldn't have walk, worked out of Texas, you mean to tell me that Nick wouldn't have gone and hired his ass immediately? Oh, yeah, he, he would have been the, oh. you know, the third analyst down and, from it's you know, the offensive coordinator. Remember when Sark went to Atlanta? Sark yeah. didn't stay around. Sark went to, went to Atlanta. Remember, was the Falcons OC. And yeah, then he all came of back. Sudden, he comes back. My, my only point in all of this is, okay, uh, you go and hire dudes that you know can get the job done or you believe they can get the job done that you have ultimate trust in. And DeBoer does not have a choice in reference to going and hiring a guy he trusts for that side of the football. Like, it, he doesn't. So I do think that Womack, to your point, has a lot of deep ties to the South. It's clear that he has deep ties to the South. Now, here's where I'm going to start pushing back where you hit on that I agree. They don't have the experience of recruiting in the SEC like this. And I have told you and told you and told you what was my biggest concern. My number one concern for recruiting. It's it's all recruiting and having a good defensive coordinator. That's the that's the biggest thing for him. There's question marks. Like yeah. <laughs> there are massive question marks about that. Now I do think recruiting has changed. Joe, I mean, I talk to recruits all the time and talk to coaches all the time, and you know what they all tell me? It's not about the relationship anymore. It's about the money. So it's even gotten twofold. So you know what? Right. If you got the money, the chances are, yeah, you can have a top 10 class. We see the teams, Joe, that have top 10 classes. What do they all have in common? They have the money to go and spend in recruiting. And the teams that spend the most money in the recruiting just – it's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of ironic. Wait for it. They lead in recruiting. Who who would have ever thunk that the teams that spend the most money have top five classes all the time? Well, it's been discussed though that Alabama hasn't actually been the leading spender. They, they haven't been Joe, the team that has been. They I have. They do lead that? the category. Yes, I do buy that. You think that Texas, with the amount of you know oil money and everything that they've got coming through there, they don't spend more money? I think that they were able to attract some kids that were being offered more money elsewhere off of the notion that they were going to get to play for Nick Saban. So I think that there are going to be conversations that 
they're going to get beat out for guys in the future, which is why we've talked about the importance of having somebody who's good at developing relationships to continue to steal guys. Because right now it feels like their biggest competitor in recruiting outside of Georgia is Texas. Texas well, right now is Auburn probably the right leader. In the, is what? It's Auburn. It's Auburn, but Texas seemingly is spending the most money out of any of the schools, and they're slowly charging their way to that number one spot. I agree with you on one thing. Okay, I, I I will I will digress on one thing. Teams overspend because look, Alabama says, look, we're going to give you this, and if somebody's going to get the reason somebody's giving you more money is because they have to overcompensate because we're Alabama. What I'm saying is, Joe, I, I'm not going to throw this kid's name out there, but there's literally footage on it or pictures on Instagram of this happening. Alabama has flipped. Like, this is true. Alabama has flipped kids on signing day, and the kid's got a, a Dodge Challenger, a Charger, whatever it's called. Right. Literally, he's driving around in it on Instagram. Now, I do think it's funny that Nick Saban retires the year that the, the Charger Challenger, whichever one it is, <laughs> that, that it's never going to be made again. I do think it's funny that he retires uh, in that year. All I'm saying is, though, I, Alabama's going to spend the money, Joe. They're spending it now. I, I'm telling you, they are spending ridiculously amount a ridiculous amount of money to get kids here. And I think Nick doesn't like that. And I think it's a big reason why he left. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that it's a very big deal on why you're doing. Why I think you got to bring in a guy that has to be able to recruit because if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, my my final piece with this in in line with what you're talking about here, Blake, is that. They went with an outside hire. They went with a guy that was we we all thought like we all really truly anticipated that the next head coach at Alabama was going to be down the Saban tree, and it ends up being Kalen DeBoer, which has no ties to the region, no ties to the previous uh, head coach, and along that Saban tree. If they were going to go with an outside hire, it makes sense to me that they're going with an outside hire at defensive coordinator and at offensive coordinator. I, like I'm not. I said I was surprised at the beginning. But the more that we think about this, it makes sense. This is the direction that they're going in. They want to start fresh, which feels weird. It, it, you wouldn't think that they would want to have a clean slate after having the greatest coach of all time as your head coach for a decade and a half. But that's the world that we're living in here with Alabama, that they want to start fresh and they want to start with a new direction in the new world of college football. I fully agree with that. Now, the the, the question becomes, Joe, as, as we wrap up this segment, um, well, and I will continue to say this. Now, I think Alabama fans in the comment section, Joe, have been pretty uh, aggravated by what by me saying this, but it, it, I'm going to continue to repeat it. You're going to have to mentally be ready for a drop off because it's it's here. Like yeah. it, you're losing recruits at an alarming rate. Okay, but which is not to be unexpected like this is to be expected like this was gonna happen when Nick said he was retiring I think they need to limit expectations for him in years one two and three because if you don't you're gonna it, it just it baffles me that they think that they're gonna be in somewhat of the same sphere that they've been in I, I mean looking at our comment section it's it's ridiculous to me to think like what do you mean like what do you mean that you think that you're gonna be in the same position Kalen DeBoer is moving from the Pac-12 to the SEC. It's it's a different it's a different playing field, Joe. It's a different way that you do things. All I'm saying is, I, I do think it's a good hire. 
Well, I think Womack is a really good hire. I think the connection was there, even though my tinfoil hat is on, thinking that there has there were some rumors going out there. Uh-huh. Of, Joe, he's a think about this. If I told you that a head coach of any program went to a playoff game, okay, with a guy that wind up going somewhere else Whoa. to a, hold, on, hold on, hold on, please hold on. Yeah. It, it is it, it is something to be noted. I just don't know if it means anything, you know? Like, I know what you're saying. I just don't know if it means anything. Like, I, I just – I think he just no, happened to be there. Shit just don't happen. Sometimes it does, though. But also, like, what if they did know ahead of time? What if there were – Joe, how do you th- – you're in the media, correct? Yes, I am. How do you get sideline passes? By knowing someone or being credentialed. Okay. So – what I'm saying is, is that Womack had to call one eight hundred safe uh, call call Kalen DeBoer and say, "Hey, man, me and my sons are calling to the game." So yeah, he called his boys. He got sideline passes. What, at what do you worst, mean? at worst, uh-huh. you know that they had a conversation. And how do, how are you going to convince me that they didn't know that? I, the more and more that I see, look, I have Kirby telling him, telling Nick, okay. they, "Hold on, thank you for everything that you've done." I got Brian Kelly and Nick in the middle of the 50 saying, Coach, let's give them one more good uh, good game, okay? What does that mean? I, I know, but what I'm just saying is I don't think it really means anything because, sure, I'm sure that, that Saban dropped hints, and I'm sure that Sexton had talked to his client and said that you're probably going to be in the running for this thing once this comes through. I just don't know if the, the timing of it really matters that much. You know, I get what you're saying. I'm sure that there were if conversations. A, I don't know if there's South Alabama fans out there. I would be very interested. I would just be a little bit like, like, why? Have you ever been to South Alabama? Oh God, yeah. You should. I dated a girl at South Alabama. Beautiful, really? campus, beautiful women. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not a bad little little stadium. That's. I mean, that's obviously where they have the well, and they've the only senior had, bowl every they've year. Had football not too long. I mean, they're they're building and rebuilding. But South Alabama's a nice place. Mobile's a great yeah. place, man. Yeah, that's I don't know how much of a recruiting. Watergirl started, but that's all baloney. It started right here in the state of Louisiana. You heard me. They, they get after in that downtown. That's that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right. Thing is, you want to give a grade on this hire, by the way? B. I'll give it a nice friendly B. I was right there with you. B, B plus. Like, you it know. doesn't – like, I'm not going to come here and say, oh, my God, who the hell did he hire? This is going to lead to a disastrous Oh, like you did result. on Twitter when you said, and I'm quoting, yuck. No, I said gross was what oh, I said. Gross. I just said gross because it's not – it's a B because it's not interesting. It's not – like we sit here and we get juiced up about stuff. It would have been really goddamn interesting if Lane Kiffin or Steve Sarkeesian or Dabo Sweeney left their current position and took over this job. It would have caused such chaos. Kalen DeBoer is not like a really like, oh, my God, that's that's earth-shattering. And it's the same thing with the defensive coordinator hire. I just sit here and go, okay, it feels like I'm eating dry toast with no butter on it. That's what it feels like. 